Giddy up. You know what time it is. Back it's in effect. The, the Native Sons Podcast, boy. Yeah. What it is, man. What it do, partner? This is What's what happening? it is. This, this is what it is, man. This is what it is. Bringing you all the best and all the, the, the yada that means and all the woo wops. You know what I'm talking about? Out here ghost riding the whip. <laughs> <laughs> and going stupid. So in your feelings? You know what I'm saying? Feeling myself. Did yeah, you ever yeah. go stupid and go dumb during the hyphy movement, Sean? Um, wait, wait, wait. You drags one. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm, I'm saying? D.E.O. <laughs> I'm Sean G. They going to figure that out. If you don't know by now, it's the Native Sons Podcast, man. Drags one, D.E.O., Sean G., Deshaun Davis holding us down. Dreamier Production Studio live in the Bayview District, San Francisco's one and only podcast dedicated to bringing you the hottest takes in sports, media, film, a fine art and all that shit. How we doing this week, fellas? Peace and blessings. Uh, blessings upon to you, my brother. Mm-hmm. Always, always blessed, man. Blessed to be here. You guys been busy or what? Yeah. Oh, you know how that go, man. Everybody busy. Artist working man, scub business. Everybody's so busy with business. Uh, that's hard. <laughs> You know, just the squirrels trying to get a nut. Skull business, I mean? huh? Is that an album? I, nah, I think Sean, Sean said that. I think I'm it was Sean that said that for the first time. I'm like, that's hard. You really yeah, earned that, hard, man. Bro. You're like, yeah, that's hard. I was, I said it earlier before you came. I said I feel bad for Dio because he's just so busy, but that's a blessing. Yeah. But I say I feel bad because I know you're tired. You work hard. So. Yeah, I, I, I think the tiredness be my fault. I could, you know, I could uh, use a lot of my downtime to rest, and I just don't, you know. Like I love being home, so when I'm home, I kind of like to be up, and that kind of developed into a little bit of insomnia. <laughs> you be up chilling, or you just be up working. I be up chilling, but <laughs> same feeling. Like I like, like you know, I'm I, I'm home, bro. Like I want to yeah, be home. Yeah. You feel you me? Finally got to this place that you pay rent for. Yeah, month. bud, and let me enjoy it. Pay all this money for Xfinity and Wi-Fi. <laughs> I want to use this I shit. <laughs> nah, I feel the same. I stay up late a lot. I mean, it's hard as a DJ, you know, I get home hopefully by 2.30 and then, you Man. know, you want to stay up for an hour or two and just kind of unwind, smoke a joint, just chill exactly. out, watch whatever, check your email. And But the one thing I, I learned about being a night owl and staying up late is like at nighttime is a peaceful time because it's almost like time stops. Yeah. Because the day, it's like a time where not a lot of bad things generally can happen and you can kind of get your bearings and it's a peaceful time. And it's kind of like I end up staying up later with the illusion that time is stopping and it's prolonging the next day from happening. But obviously wait, time doesn't stop. You look up, stop. it's 4 a.m. Time <laughs> waits for no man. And then, you know, you guys yeah, have handle shit. Neither you have been on 9 to 5 schedule for a while, though. So. It's been a minute. Yeah, been I was about, just telling somebody that yeah. the other day that I haven't been on it. I, I want to, though. I'm, I'm ready to get back. Not to a nine to five, but on a nine to five schedule. Eight hour work day. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm tired of ending my day at 11 and being home by midnight. And it's like, come on, man. That shit is. Yeah, that's like the, the downside to sitting on <laughs> schedule, I guess. But... And it's like being in the Bay Area, though. So you got to work so many hours just to kind of sustain some type of decent lifestyle. You got to have multiple hustles. Yeah, some of my friends in New York said it's like, man, everyone's is. is uh... Working super hard just to struggle. Yeah. Like everyone is going yeah. all out just to kind of struggle. You know what I mean? So there was an article that came bag. out about one of the homies, how he's working three jobs. Shout out Beats Me. 
Man, he, was, he had his photo in the paper, and it was basically talking about how he's hustling three jobs to to do what he's got to do. There's other people with kids and all that, man, working multiple jobs, multiple man. income streams, trying to make it. So salute to everybody out there in the struggle, y'all. We feel you. <laughs> we feel you. Feel you. <laughs> but we feel you, but there's only one hardest working man in scout business, and that is D.O. Man, I'm That's just trying. Next take coming soon. The Godfather. I would man. like to, uh, you know. It definitely sounds like a Frisco album does, that would though. be sold on Market Street. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm when you get once that, upon a time, <laughs> yeah, it might it might take a little while, but I know you'll get that itch, once and I just you know hope that you just keep that in mind. Sean, you ever you ever grind mixtapes on the street? Definitely never did, man. Out the trunk, nah, man. I did all my mixtapes digital, man. I wish uh, I had recorded mixtapes when I was younger during that time, but. Uh, I wasn't taking DJing that seriously back then. I feel so. that. It's crazy because you've been a DJ for so long now. No, like. totally, but it wasn't like, it was like, there was times where I went in and out of feeling like I am a DJ. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think part of it was because I had so much respect for a lot of other DJs, so that kind of defeated me. You know what I mean? Because I was like, well, I'm not on that level, so I don't want to consider myself. This is back mm. when, you know, there was kind of a mystique and, and a and a I don't know just a, a more of a value or perceived yeah. value in music. You know what I mean? So I just took it really seriously, and Definitely. so I didn't want to proclaim something all the way until I felt like I belonged. I feel that that's, that's real, though. That's the, but the you missed out. I'm, I'm, I gotta say because the grinding CD era was pretty damn fun. Man. Yeah, oh, we I used to be out that. there with the Demolition Man. They used to be out with us all the time. With they, man, I remember seeing with they full catalog. It's crazy. Yeah, I was, used to, they used to like lay the blanket out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I was just listening to a Demolition, Demolition Man Jacko mixtape uh, last night. So. Which one? Animal Planet? Nah, I think... Well, I remember it was like Planet. a red Animal cover. Planet, I saw, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly. The one he dropped before... Um, before... T- I think it was tear gas, I think. Yeah. The one right before yeah, yeah. tear gas, maybe. I'm really bad. Like, you'll notice I'm really bad with, like, names of music. But, like, I'll be like, that's the one, though. Like, if I, I'm visual more yeah. than that. Yeah, like, for sure, for sure. So. Man had it on Smash, though. Yeah. Yeah, man. Super they tight. They definitely created a nice culture, a mixtape culture out here. They had to do it because if you think about it, like, every other region has has their own mixtape yeah. hustle or whether it's, like, I remember, like, D-Block mixtapes oh, were yeah. big back oh, in yeah. the day out of New York. The G-Unit mixtapes. G-Unit mixtapes. Drama Kings. Yep. Drama Kings, yep, yep. Yep. yeah. But it was Demolition Man. DJ Juice had a series that was pretty good. Uh, Kilowatts, if anybody remember him, DJ Kilowatts. Sounds familiar. I remember him because he, he used to put us on mixtapes. That's what's up. We was kind of some cool, like, mixtape artists back then. I, like, I don't know how we got in that circuit. But we used to be on a lot of Demolition Man mixtapes and Kilowatts and Juice. Uh, and that's a good crazy, lane. That's you know, a good lane you know what's crazy too is like I hella missed that year. I was thinking about I it last too, night man. too when I was listening to all that shit because it's like people complain like there's a lot of music now, and I think it's a good thing. You know, what I mean, there's good music, and you know, if an artist releases like tons of music, there's gonna be like maybe some throwaway stuff. But at least you got to hear that, right? Yeah. If you're a fan, it's cool to listen to the good stuff and the bad. But back then, there was like I felt like there was even more. Like, artists would put out so many mixtapes, and there would just be yeah. so much content. Like when Selsky went on his mixtape. Yeah. Right. <laughs> mixtape and there was so much one, two, music three. that it's like, it was special that didn't make it to digital download or digital. Uh, that's what I like about the era yeah. is you had to dig. Exactly. Yeah. Like, like that's all, what that, I mean. all that jacket, that Jack totally. album, the Animal Planet, all these old mixtapes and CDs. Yeah. Like, I was really on a mission to find those, or that I just came across them yeah. in an ill way. 
stumble across them somewhere or like you go into one I remember I brought I bought uh Mac Dre rapper gone bad from Fries wow. electronic music store Wow, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I would not have had access had I not walked into that fries. I don't you know, know if I've ever been to a fries. They're pretty sick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, just that culture, like digging, man. And um, I think it's it, it is kind of sad. I, I I like the convenience of the digital era, but it's sad that CDs are like extinct right now. Well, the whole thing too is like people don't realize there's so much music that's not on the digital platforms. And like I would, took a meeting a couple yeah. weeks ago at Pandora, and one of the things I talked about was like I'm a big Max B fan, and like most of his shit is not on there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they were like, Max B, who's that? I'm like, wow. Max B is one of the greatest. Like y'all know, wow. like. And like so much of his music was all mixtapes, especially because he had a beef with Jim Jones. He couldn't get out of that contract, so he had to release all his stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Through through by any means. You know what I mean? He had so much, you know what I mean? Tons of, you know, public domain had like six or seven, you know, insta- installments. Um, you know what I mean? Um, propane campaign, like all, there was just so much shit. So a lot of shit got, that got lost. And man, there's amazing music on so many mixtapes. Yeah, I mean, that's so many artists. That, that, that's definitely like uh, something that the Bay was always good at too, and a lot of underground cats from New York as well. Like Mac made D- it over D- here, yeah. Like Smack DVD, Smack. Yeah. DVD. I was heavy on the Smack DVDs, right. man, and that shit. And then like DVD era too was For- crazy. Forbes DVD. Forbes was tight. I fucked with Forbes. Smack was was killing it though, bro. You know with who the really set it shit. off though? The one DVD that really set it off was True TV. TV, man. Yeah. yeah. The first one. The second first one was cool. One was like, the first one was like a major film release. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. affected everybody. I'm not going to lie. Like, that, that was when out, I think Trill TV 1 was like the moment I, re- I realized how serious Mac Dre was. I think everybody. I wasn't really into him. Well, I, think I think too is that you saw, saw him, that. his interactions with all the fans yeah. and how like crazy they were. I fucked yeah. with Fire because I was a big Lurch fan, but that was like. Big Lurch? Yeah, I was a big Lurch, huge big Lurch fan, but. It wasn't. I didn't know that song because of Mac Dre, because it was Big Lurch didn't do hella music, so anything he was on, I'd be like, "What is this?" So, well, I think I mean that was all. That was really when he blew up. Yeah, when Mac Dre really exploded, he was always just like you know that was a so Bay Area smart, rapper. Though, bro. That was so smart. Like one of the, nah. the greats, but anyone but, that got on that shit early, like anyone that got on the internet shit early, like won. Yeah, like Trip, like anyone that 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 took those chances. One. Well, the Mac Dre. Imagine Mac like Dre. Pre- yeah, what? But no, no, I'm saying, but that's I'm, like that's precursor going into the internet. Imagine Mac you know Dre I mean? on social media. Though. No, no, no. That that's what I'm saying. But that I'm saying be the illest shit ever if Mac Dre had an Instagram. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, I'm just it. saying though. I'm just saying it's like oh, that's where it was yeah. headed. You yeah. know what I mean? So. For oh sure. yeah, he would have been on that way. For All sure, the DV- the DVDs then went into the internet. You know what I mean? Like that whole era of like. I remember I was working on a DVD like. In 05 I had like Young L interviews I had a Lil B interview <laughs> I used to go around the bay That's right. Me and uh, my homie Pinto um, He had like a Old ass camera Had the little tapes and shit And I was getting all these interviews And just never Never knew how to get it edited <laughs> After that Cause it wasn't It, was it wasn't digital It was with the small yeah, tapes Yeah, yeah. yeah I had a, I had I a dope that. ass Matt, Matt Black interview and he flipped uh, Icebox, the, what was that, uh, Omarion Icebox, he flipped that song, and we did like a little makeshift video, it was tight, but the video would have been hard, I mean, the, the whole thing would have been hard if I was able to pull it off, but I just kind of 
lost interest after yeah, a while. That's what these artists will never understand today. Yeah, man. You had to go out and grind and get I yourself really, some yeah. video tapes. Remember the beef mix it? I mean, tapes? Beef, beef DVDs? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she was serious, bro. It was all uh, we were QD3, shit. right? I think. Yeah, yeah Quincy yeah, Jones. QD3, yeah. yeah. That shit was like gospel, man. I remember that shit was just like, yeah. we were like, okay, that's what it is. Just you by watching that the shit. the Turf War mixtapes in Frisco? The Turf with, War uh, mixtapes? Uh, with Action Jack? No. DJ nah. Action Jack? No. Yeah, he started a lot of shit with them tapes. Whoa. <laughs> it was like, dig that up. you got to just imagine like the worst niggas that rapped. But they was on these mixtapes talking shit about other hoods, and Damn. other hoods was able to respond. And whatever happened to DJ Action Jack? Is he still around? He's not a D. I don't think I know he's not DJing no more. But well, he said Action Jack, he was profiting off of poison, <laughs> brother. Hey man, it's better than academics, so it's all good. I've been wanting to actually kind of bring that up on this podcast, um, <laughs> culture vulture podcasters and, and so-called journalists let's start with dj academics first of all would he be considered a culture vulture he's a culture vulture because oh, yeah. he's not a dj yeah, he's not a DJ when have you ever long. seen him dj okay how's he a dj i've been wanting to know this for a long time he's a nah, vulture of the yeah. dj culture he's a vulture of hip-hop nah, culture because he, he's just some dude who sat whack. in his bedroom and all he does is upload gossip videos about other people and snitch on people and put everybody's uh, police report up off for public consumption and put the most ratchet worst parts of our culture on display and you're not even even really a DJ, get the Fair fuck enough. out of here. I get it. And yeah. did you see when, uh, and it was beautiful, man, when Vic Menza oh, yeah, confronted yeah. him? He went in on Oh, him. my God. Yeah, that was tight. I mean, that's And all. he was like well articulated. He didn't I've do, I've heard a, you know what's crazy? He's like, I would, for some reason, I like, at first I thought Vic Menza seemed like fraudulent or something. Mm. I don't know why, right? Mm. And But now like, I'm, and I don't like his music. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I don't really like his music, but like, I'm a fan of him, man. Yeah. Like the past for few sure, months, I'm sure. like, he's just been doing tight shit. He's pieces of mind. He's standing for some. Like, I think he reps Chicago well. He yeah. does, but he reps like music well yeah. and real shit. And so, like, I, I salute that guy, man. But academics being a, a culture vulture, I've never thought of him as a culture vulture. But the way you you explained it, it makes sense. He is kind of like leeching off of a culture that he he contributes nothing to. Nothing to nothing, it. He just bro. instigates he all types even, of shit. He doesn't make his clicks. own original content. He just circulates everybody else's stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he ain't about shit, man. He's just about hella likes, whatever it takes. He doesn't care like what, you know, kind of sorrow, heartbreak, or grief that's gonna cause. You know what I mean? Yeah, and man. and I just feel like he don't really give back. He just takes. Right. You know Is what Vlad mean? a culture vulture? It's you could say that, I man. Honestly feel okay, here's the difference. We just talking about Bay Area mixtapes. I remember seeing oh, yeah. DJ Vlad, Vlad the Butcher, mixtapes. Bro. Vlad the Butcher, his <laughs> yeah, mixtapes was tight too. Yeah, they were kind of tight. I remember yeah. he did one with A Wax or something. Like I that. remember that. Yeah, yeah that I Tupac mixtape. That, Tupac mixtape with him Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. that's I, um, classic. So that's I bring that up to say I think he is more of a genuine fan and student of hip hop. Yeah, he also needs to check himself about putting out some of the worst parts of people. Yeah, he he's he's. Let's unpack that though, because yeah. I feel like Vlad just asks questions. Whether or not people answer those questions, that's on them. That is, that's a good point. But then a lot of times, if you watch his uh, his videos, they all follow a certain narrative, and he definitely tries to get people to talk about like. So when you grew up in the hood and your mom was on crack, 
Uh, yeah. How many drive-bys did you do every week? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> like, he always wants yeah. I'm not saying like on the police type of shit, but it's like he knows that by bringing up these types of sorrowful moments and not giving the proper context to him, he can just get a bunch I feel of clicks. I'm going to use Jay Stalin as an example because I was really happy to see Jay Stalin finally get an uh, interview. And I like I felt, I felt like him being able to tell his story was important. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of yeah. Bay Area rappers don't get pressed, bro. So true. the stories don't oh, yeah. get out there. You know what I'm saying? That's true, man. Like there's no there's no context to any Bay Area rapper except for But then for he E-42 also put short. up a video that was titled Jay Stalin talks about breaking a bottle over a man's head at Applebee's. And I'm like, come on, bro. Like, you could have phrased right, so, that. Yeah, the that way he so cuts up the interviews way, is kind of annoying. And, right, exactly. And he like, capitalizes off that. And you can question right. that. You can question how he he frames the interviews and, and titles them and shit. But Jay Silent didn't have to talk about that. No, no. You're and, absolutely and, uh, right. You're absolutely I, I think, right. I think with that, it's like he attempts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, he attempts. To, like, dude, yeah. his interview, like, the interview he did with Too Short was like so good, dude. Really I don't know good. if anyone saw that. Like, yeah. and it's kind of crazy that Too Short has and and E forty two. But I don't think he's done an interview with E nah, forty. Nah, but nah. to think about how big they are, and no one's really done interviews with them like that. That's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. that's sad. So Too Short is a good interview too. No, no, he's really Always. good interview, and it was like yeah. really long and in depth. They talk about the history of the, him even being like right. the first rapper in Oakland and and going and literally making the tapes at home and everything and right. and how you know that that. You know, going from turf to turf and and talking to Easy D Boy and making a tape for them and yeah. how that shit is tight. Like he did also an interview with Dell, the funky yeah, homo sepia, and like too. no one had. Yeah. So he's done a lot of stuff that yeah. that he didn't have to do. That's you know why I mean? I'm saying that and he's that's not pretty a culture tight. No, I I actually agree with both of you guys on that tip, uh, and I, I, that's what I'm saying. I think he's just a real big fan and student of the culture. Yeah, he, he likes. He just knows. He knows how things. to get content. But I do think he needs some accountability for like the, the way he gets his clicks. Especially if you look at Vlad TV and the type of headlines they follow and the type of stories they post, they're questionable. It's questionable. It's all centered around black people. You know what I'm saying? Like, even like it's even racism. Well, that he, he did Slim Jesus and all types of stuff. <laughs> yeah, but he covers Slim Jesus because of the race factor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I mean, overall, like I, I mean, but it's a it's predominantly it's a predominantly black culture. You know that what I'm being saying? Said you need to take very careful steps on not. Contributing to spreading stereotypes and portraying I feel that. in a bad And he's still, that. regardless, he's a guest in, in the culture. Yes. I feel that. I feel so that. I respect him and I like what he does, but I do think there's a level of accountability that needs One to be. One thing made. that he's done that's pretty tight that I've noticed, I've been watching a lot of stuff recently, but um, I noticed like he's been doing this. Uh, like stock tips or investing oh, tips. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. yeah, yeah, that's, that's awesome. just what I'm saying. That's like, really cool. And so I think, I think he's he's trying to he's stepped up in certain ways, and he's definitely been called out hella times. You know what yeah, I mean by yeah. different people. Um, and and he got Lord Jamal as a regular. I'm kind of. I think he's actually open <laughs> to uh, to hearing this type of stuff though. That's why I'm yeah yeah. But I, like that. I I, think I don't think he's a culture vulture, and I like what he does. I also think he he purposely labels shit the way they do for click. It is. Yeah, today. totally. But then yeah, the yeah. content is think, still good, though. 
Not when it's like, if you look on, like I said, Vlad TV, and it's like just basically hood fights and like teachers slapping students and all that. You know what I'm saying? It's basically some world It's world star, yeah. Shit. I never go to his website. I just see yeah, the YouTube I don't, yeah, I just, But yeah. I know that that's what, no, but I've been there and I know that's what it is. Because yeah. he's been confronted and people are like, why did you post that? He's like, well, we would have posted that anyway. Like, that's right. just what we do. No, and it's, it's like, true. well, if that's just what you do, you just post drama. Like, that's kind right. of, right. that's kind of That whack. goes back to the academics type of thing. Like, he, yeah. they are kind of similar in that. Like, they will take somebody's worst moments and make a story out of it for, mm-hmm. for clicks. I'm going to keep it real. Like, um, you know, he was the first person to break Officer Ricky. <laughs> that was so tight, right? That, that the video, the animated, he broke that. Fifty Cent going at Rick Ross. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, but he yeah. he broke the story that he was yeah, a yeah, correction yeah, yeah. officer. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, right. But I was when um, what's his name? What's Officer Ricky name? Rick Ross. No, the his homie name, his sidekick, the rapper dude. Light skin drip, gunplay. gunplay, gunplay. My back, <laughs> that shit going over my head. I was there when <laughs> gunplay. Like, I'm like, uh, I was I was there when he he. He shitted on his face, bro. He broke his nose and who did? Gunplay punched him. Rick he, Ross. Yeah, oh, n- Vlad. Vlad. Oh, Vlad. I didn't know yeah, about that. That's yeah, crazy. I, it was at Ozone Awards. Ozone wow. Awards, two thousand and seven, <laughs> in Houston, bro. Wow, Gunplay's a wild guy. He sued man. him. Uh, you were there. That's I was nice. there. Oh yeah, Vlad's gonna sue. Vlad. Him. Vlad was there and he sued lawsuit. him and yeah. he won. Yeah. That's how. And oh, after that, Vlad TV exploded. Damn. Yeah. That's how. He built it off I'm of that lawsuit. I'm entirely mad at that. I'm entirely yeah, mad but I was at there that. though. Like they came hella deep surrounding them. They was like all in this. Rick Ross was there too. Where was this in Florida? This was in Houston. Wow. Yeah, this was in Houston at Ozone Awards. Hardest working man in school business down in Houston. Was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that shit was crazy. Ground zero. Is Ozone still around? Nah, nah. Oh. She, she's um, she's still, she's still a photographer and shit. But she, she balling. She print is. She wrote dead, the Pimp huh? C book. Magazine. Yeah, print is dead. Who is it? It's Julia Beverly. She wrote yeah. the Pimp C book. Isn't she allegedly the woman that like slept with hella rappers too? Or someone trying to say that? Like they to discredit her. Discredit. Yeah, I'm not saying it's true. Her. Julia Beverly, I'm not nah, yeah, she's, putting you down. I'm just saying a, that's what I knew of yeah, her. She's hella cool though. She's yeah. she's like hella reserved. And she do her thing. She yeah, from yeah. Florida. She was a photographer. And she put on. She used to put the bay on hella heavy. Yeah, shout out to Ozone Magazine. Yeah, she was tight. Yeah, I remember seeing that shit. She okay. fucked with Gary Archer and D Ray hella heavy. Yeah, I ain't seen oh, Gary Archer in a minute. Yeah, shout out OG Gary May. Yeah. A uh, one dude who I I definitely think is a culture vulture. I'm curious to see what you guys think. Is uh, Adam Twenty Two from No Jumper? I don't really know about that. I don't. Guy. I know No Jumper, but I don't know about it. But yeah, I don't really. I'm not, I feel no. like then we're about to get hella like viral because we're just dissing <laughs> all these other podcasters and journalists. How was he a culture vulture though? I just think, uh, I think it's weird. It creeps me out to see a white dude, an older white dude, like dude is older than me, I think. Really? Yeah. And he's all tatted out and shit and he's, you know, he seems very, uh, what's the word, enamored with uh, hip hop culture. And by hip hop culture, I mean, you know, hood culture. And I think he gets a kick out of hanging out with young rappers all day and doing drugs with them and and being around their lifestyle. And uh, I think he doesn't necessarily, again, he's somebody who doesn't participate in hip hop as an insider. He don't create nothing besides his podcast. Is that that M22 used to be a DJ and he's in that? No, no. He was a BMX um, Uh, BMX writer. 
So I don't know. I just be watching his interviews sometimes. Basically, people for what I'm trying to say is like sometimes he's like, so you know, like when you were uh, sipping lean, you know, like how many how many times did you sip lean every day? <laughs> I sip lean too. We were in the club last night. Was that the Was that the one that um he did a, a interview with the Boom Gang dude? Yeah, and dude passed out in his interview. Yeah, oh, I saw that footage. I, he kind of looked. I didn't watch the whole thing, but he looked. Like he had been sipping something too. Zombie. That footage was ill. He was sitting there trying to grab the lighter and couldn't grab it for like an hour. Yeah, yeah. Like that was they never pushed the lighter close to him. He was just sitting there trying to grab the lighter. Yeah. And so I will say I think that dude does a good job of like he goes in depth and he really gets people to tell their stories and he's provided a really good platform for dudes. But I just wish that all these people would just be more mindful about the bigger picture, like what type of messages you're putting out there about these people and about our culture as a whole. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I didn't know too much about um, Adam 22, though. I know the the brand No Jumper just because of the certain uh, interviews they've done. You know, they've done Filthy. They've done Larry June. They did like a Charlemagne one. So yeah, I, he's he's done some great work. He's yeah, got some great content. I know they're like a, a successful situation. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know if they're culture vultures, though. Are there any Bay Area culture vultures? Oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. A can of worms, my guy. Uh, no comment. I'm going to have to pass on this, yeah, it's gonna be a whole. That's going to be a whole episode down yeah. the line, man. Okay. Believe that. I got to, like, plan to out these people in advance so I yeah. can deal with the fallout. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah there are definitely some culture vultures. We'll put there. a button on that and come back to it then. Yeah. <laughs> Bookmark that one, homeboy. Yeah, but, I mean, speaking of culture... And there are probably some vultures here too, but uh, outside lands was this this weekend. Yeah, I avoided that traffic. <laughs> right? Outside lands, man. Yeah, I've never been in my life. I've never, I've never been. been. I would like Damn. to. I've never been to a, a festival like that at all. Can we, wait, can, can we just acknowledge that this is the Native Sons podcast? All three of us are born and raised in Frisco, and none of us have been to outside outside lands. lands. You know, have that's you been not... to outside lands? <laughs> he says a lift driver. Said, so, lift no, driver. But nobody you, in this room has been to outside lands. But that's you know crazy. that that's not for us, though. Nah, it's not. It's crazy, man. Like you know, what I kept thinking about yesterday, and I think about this almost every year. So, outside lands been going for ten years strong, right? Everyone, everyone, you want the second one, Deshaun? Wow. Oh, you oh, want okay. one? The truth comes out. That that okay. works. Keep but um, one thing I just kept thinking about because I I personally detest the whole festival, um, and it's just the the thing I kept thinking about was, damn, everyone's against gentrification, but when outside lands comes around, y'all are quick Woo! to go that shit. Oh yeah. And that festival, I was talking to uh, Nate Mesmer. Shout out Nate Mesmer, uh, activist. Um, ally in, in San Francisco and I was talking about it, I was just like man that festival to me represents gentrification and re- represents the conquering of Frisco man uh. that festival and like they've never really had many local acts um, I think what they had Burner yesterday as a fill-in and I think that was the, the first Frisco artist that I could recall was ever on their fucking thing and Dio you said you said earlier offline that some people were getting out of pocket some people were just that. upset that they replaced Gold Link with Burner, and I just feel like that's kind of disrespectful because I feel like he worked hard enough to be on a platform like that. Burner is a, a very successful artist and businessman, 
and he deserves these platforms just like any other person that works. Were these people working. from Frisco or from the Bay Area? Yeah, from the Bay, yeah. Things? From Damn. the Bay, maybe even yeah. from the city. I see nothing but disappointment from people. Yeah. And, and is, is he the best artist? No. Is he the best rep- representation of Frisco? No, but he is from Frisco. That's no question of that. So we got to support him. We have to. You know what I'm saying? I, I look at it like any, any, any success story out of the city, there's going to be some trickle down, whether it be on purpose or just because of the fact that they're successful art, artists in, in the city, like Oakland. You know what I'm saying? Like Oakland yeah. always have successful success stories, and there's trickle down with that. Preach, Frisco brother. never have that. Frisco Yo, never has that. that sucker free ism right now. Real shit. That's look at any other region. It's like when there's successful artists in those regions. People look to those regions for more music, more artists, more vibes, more everything, and they just discover more people. The city has never been like that, bro. I feel that. I also feel that... It ain't been like that since the 90s. Let me just say that. Well, I think San Francisco, we talked about this a million times, but we're just as... We're a product of how divided our communities are. Yeah. Not just by gentrification, but by internal beef. Self-hate. Self-hate. You know what I'm saying? I just thought about this the other day, and I don't want to stay on this for too long. We can get back to outside lands. But I just tripped off of how, like, every hood in Frisco beefs with its, with itself. Like, it's literally, like, certain sets inside every single neighborhood that's beefing with the other sets inside the same neighborhood. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we can go into that, but, I, yeah. A lot of shit's not by accident. Yeah. There you go. So you feel like Sean that outside lands contributes to gentrification? I feel like is I agree. I just feel like it's a symbol of gentrification. I feel like that Absolutely. festival was never for for anyone who was a longtime resident or native. It was always for um, bringing outside people, gen shows or other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they take over. You know, the Central Park of the West, Golden Gate Park, a beautiful park. Um, and I just feel like it's just another example of the city's always for sale. Burner, Burner got the four twenty thing. I think that's. That's the Frisco equivalency. To, no, I think that's, it's on I think that's all scale, bad. And it's I a smaller scale, but I think it can get festival, bigger. It's mostly people from outside of the, the Bay Area coming in to get high on Hippie Hill for a day. And no, I'm I talking about what he does at, at, oh, at uh, Bill Graham. Excuse Bill Graham. Me. That's okay. what I'm talking about. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it is a smaller scale. but that's just, Honestly, it's the same comment applies, bro. It's mostly people from outside. Kind of. Kind of. At least it's someone from the city. That's my day. You know what I mean? So I just feel like outside lands. Frisco rappers on stage. Outside was never for anyone from the city exactly. and never yeah. was from exactly. this very start especially if you look at the, the lineups in the first three four five years it's like terrible yeah Terrible. Right. there's barely and any hip hop barely any even hip hop this year they had what Future SOBRB um, Goldlink Burner um, <laughs> I'm just thinking of, I'm just imagining like, like the any. crowd of outside lands during the SOB set and it's just like they had a rock and I seen footage hey, man, uh, I feel I, like the outside lands outside lands crowd is like almost all like just very hipstery oh yeah, oh, yeah. My, my friend was millennial. like my friend she tweeted I never seen so many white girls use the n-word at once oh jeez oh, during the SOBRB that's what, okay see that's what I was getting SOBRB at. performance <laughs> that's what I'm but for me Christ. personally, it's just a symbol of gentrification and it's a symbol of the conquering of Frisco. And it, it's sad, man, because I got hella homies from Oakland that worked that festival all year. And I'm like, I, I kind of fuck with them. And I'm like, yo, y'all are hella against gentrification as long as it's not in your city. 
But that's a fact. Now y'all quick to work this festival and that's have fun fact. and run around in your little fucking go kart, golf carts backstage. That's a fact. You know what I mean? But like, if this same shit was in Oakland, how would you feel? And they're like, well, it wouldn't be the same. And I'm like, exactly. You already lost your argument right there. Why wouldn't uh, it be the well, same? Well, let me say though, we we've touched on this before. If something's happening in our backyard, we need to be the ones profiting from it. You can't be too mad at the guy working security. No, 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 no. I'm not mad at my friends that that do production and shit like that at all. But I'm just like, understand what it means to me. Understand, like, is again, it's like, get your money. I got hella friends that got money. I got hella friends. Collaborate, perform that shit. That's tight. He's not my friend, but I'm friends with his management. Yeah, that's tight. And I'm friends with some of the people that got him on. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is that Again, our our opinions and our story and our experiences is as valid as any. And so if it's going to be that time of the year for Outside Lands, then you're going to hear about how we feel about it. You know what right. I mean? And so to me, it's a symbol of gentrification. That's why I'm like, we could start it's, something it, it, small. The tickets? They, they start expensive, bro. Like How much? 300 For the whole weekend, I think, I feel like, right? I don't know. I know I've, not I've been seeing a lot of more people I grew up with that just go to that shit. Yeah, now it's like people are just like they're not. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, it's something to do. But yeah. it goes back to like, yo, know, everyone's against. I almost was gonna make like a, a social media post, but I'm like not really big on social media these days. But I was gonna be like, yo, y'all like fucking like all against gentrification except for that weekend is outside <laughs> lands and y'all. And there's no one talking about gentrification. I wonder why. Because well, Janet Jackson and Future are performing, and you really yeah. wanted to see them. Like that leverages the, your concern for gentrification. I don't even really. Yeah, the three day pass is uh, three seventy five, and they the three day VIP is eight hundred. Yowzers. Yeah. Man. So see if y'all couldn't catch on from before, like the reason why we felt like this was never meant for us is because uh, that's not a ticket that's accessible to families and youth and people growing up in San Francisco. Yeah. You know like I, mean? I said, it ain't for it. It's not for us. That's why I've been trying to plot on doing something at a small scale. It could be a look. I I'll take the what street is that? Utah. You know what I'm saying? And do something small and let that shit grow. Where they do the do over? Yeah, where they do the do over. They did the original Rock the Bells. Rock there. the Bells there exactly. And look there? at Rock the Bells now. Well, it's out of business now. Right. Supposedly, right? And then I don't want to go off. What it was, I don't want to go. It was hella big, and I don't want to go off a side note. But supposedly, Rock the Bells never made money. Mm. You see that, and that's why it doesn't exist anymore. Now, Rolling Loud is taking over. That. Rolling Loud is interesting. I think the dude who's in charge of that is Culture Vulture. Mm. Are they British? I don't know. That's what I think they're. Are British. they though? Some white dude with hella tattoos. Are they though? <laughs> the fact that they reached out to, like. They put on a lot. Homegrown people, bro. I'm kind of messing around, bro. But I still oh, okay. Because I, I mean, I, I would like I don't to trust anybody. Nah, yeah. yeah. I don't trust if it ain't black owned, and even then, yeah. Even then, you gotta be careful sometimes. Yeah. I trust you guys. Well, we gotta. Yeah. I mean, I trust you too. We gotta. Wow. We gotta take. <laughs> We got to take time to kind of look at it for what Sean it is. Sean G, a culture vulture? Nah, hell nah. <laughs> Thank I've you, seen guys. Dude, I've seen dude. Someone tried to accuse me of some, something along those lines today. And nah, I wouldn't say a culture never. vulture at all. He been, he been DJing Frisco parties, house parties that I've actually been to. I mean, that's that's the thing. is like <laughs> I'm a white man and I'm a guest in hip-hop, but it's like I don't know any other way to be. 
You know what I mean? Right. I don't know any other way. Like right. I grew up in the city. Yeah. I'm a kid from the city. I just want to DJ. So I, I am what I am. But the what Rolling is- Loud, what I will say about Rolling Loud is like, to be honest, the lineup is actually pretty good this year. Exactly. And they've included a lot of local talent. Yeah, man. Like they went out of their way. And that was dope because they had a campaign on their Twitter right. that was asking people like, what should we do? Who should we add? And like, it looks like they actually listened yeah, it's pretty cool. To to like the the input they got, which is like really surprising to the length they went, and they're putting on a lot of people I know and a, and a lot of people I don't know who are also tight, and uh, just even like DJs and stuff. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I just I've noticed like people are are you know they're making hints that they're gonna be part of it, and like and I think moving it from Shoreline to the Oakland Coliseum That's parking lot was a big step too in the That's right tight. direction. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Shoreline. Me neither. Yeah, but I think moving it to there, you know, what I mean, we'll Long we'll time. see what that what ha- happens, you know, in that parking lot. It's crazy. The the second Rock the Bells was in the AT and T park parking lot. Really, I went to that shit. Who was the dude that who th- who throws that show on that boat in Alameda? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the the ship show. The shit show or the ship show? Ship show. <laughs> ship show. Nah, I actually uh, know the guys that uh, threw that. We actually threw a couple of things together. Uh, we threw a DMX show together. We threw a young, oh, young thug thing together. Um, we don't. I'm cool with them, but we don't really work together. That's some local shit. Um, kind of. One of the dudes is local. One of the dudes is from LA, I believe. And uh, that's it's a much smaller production in the sense of it's, it's not like a big company doing it, but. Uh, they they did it and uh, I hope they made money, man. I, I don't know. I'm not and I'm not saying that into the slight. I just don't know how well it went. I know people that went had a good time. It was on an aircraft carrier USS Hornet, that's wow. in the Alameda Naval Air Base. And uh, how did they, do they had like it was two days. <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I don't know how how it worked, but somebody was in the Navy. Man. Well, it's a museum now, so it's not part of it. The, the, the Alameda Naval Air Base is actually not a naval air base. Everybody anymore. needs money, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how they did it, man. Um, you know um, where it'd be sick to throw a show is Stern Grove. Yeah. <laughs> that would be huge. To throw a I Frisco about that Festival all the time. in Stern Grove. It's on 19th, right? Yes. Yeah. They have free concerts every Sunday during yeah. the summer. Stern Grove Festival, right? Yeah, man. They just had uh, Femi Cootie there, like I think That's a awesome. couple weeks ago. That's beautiful. The son of Fela Cootie. Yeah, yeah. Man. Pretty dope. Yeah, I think uh, living in Frisco, being from Frisco, you get used early on. You get used to like basically being a stranger in your own home, yeah. a guest in your own home, because oh it's just like constantly boatloads of people, like sometimes literally boatloads of people. Just coming in to enjoy whatever the hell's going on. And so I kind of got used to that. You know what I'm saying? The worst part is fucking the tourists don't go home enough. Man. They come and they stay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. the problem. That's, That's why I love the holidays. Yo, yeah, oh, it's oh, crazy. Burning Man weekend, Thanksgiving, oh, yeah, Christmas. Man. It's beautiful. The whole th- week of Thanksgiving is Oh, lit. my God. Man. It's perfect. Damn near the whole month of December. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> it's People fucking... don't understand me. Frisco used to be a pretty quiet city, man. Yeah, like, but honestly, when it was popping, it get it was it got it popping. would get popping. But yeah. overall, it was like kind of a slow pace. Like it wasn't like NYC or nothing like that. It was pretty. But you're mellow. talking about the daytime. See, I, I Frisco nightlife was I'm not talking cracking. about nightlife. I'm talking yeah. about like just the day to day pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pace is yeah, insane, yeah. man. Like I do not miss that shit, man. The pace here is just. It's just neck breaking speeds, man. Yeah, no, it's insane right now. 
it's too many people, too many cars, too much everything. And there's not enough people that are, um, you know, I don't want to be the dead horse, but there's not enough people that are adding to the community, making the community better. They're just taking, using resources, not giving back. So it makes it really a drag to be here and to exist here. Do you guys uh, see, here's the thing. You guys don't really interact with too many transplants, do you? Um, no, I used to drive Uber. Oh. I drove for like three years, like a couple times a week. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to meet them. Yeah. Damn. No, nah, I told you, I did a Uber and Lyft here and there like, what, two, three years ago? And definitely you will become furious. Yeah. You know what's funny, man, is I measure this all through my jobs because every job since I was 15 years old, I noticed this stuff. Like when I was 15 working in the mission, like I noticed like the first wave of hipsters because there would be like two working there. You know what I mean? Like kind of like punk rock, leather down, Pabst Blue Ribbon type of drinking hipsters. <laughs> I like PBR though. <laughs> <laughs> it's cheap, man. It's That's right, PBR street gang. And then now I work, you know, I'm in the law and I work with all these people, man. Most of them are from like Orange County or like some other part of Southern California, L.A., and they all want to live in San Francisco. And what bugs me the most, man, is that they all act like they're experts on the city. I, yeah, I hate that. I, I hate it. I hate it. And they don't even care what I think. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what's crazy is that I was talking to my friend last night about similar things, and it's like, these people don't even care to, to know the history of the city, man. They don't give the a fuck. The rich history they of the city. They don't give a fuck about the rich or the poor history of the city. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about anything, but where's the fucking Fergie concert? Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, how do I get to Bart? Dude, Salesforce. Where's the taqueria? Yeah. Salesforce is opening up a new... Uh... Oh, man. They don't care, bro. <laughs> you can tell somebody like the the heartbreakingly like soulful story of the, of the city block that they're standing on, and they just be like, "Huh? What? Oh, that's great." You're trash. Is my Uber here yet? You get paid half as much as me, so you should work twice as hard for me. Oh man! <laughs> like, wait, what? That's the other side of it is what the class warfare, bro. Really thinking underneath class warfare, like a motherfucker. I wonder a lot about who's really writing like these comments on sfgate.com. Mm. Oh man. Those are natives, bro. Those so, those fake liberal. Don't call it Frisco Buster. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. That was the fake liberal Frisco. I marched with Harvey Milk back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I'm not racist, but thank God they got these gangs out of here. Yeah. That's definitely <laughs> him. And for, and for the record, the don't call it Frisco campaign is is uh a white supremacist campaign against <laughs> people shit. color it's some and, hater and, shit, and, and and working class people. If if this is the whole thing, if people have called a city Frisco for over 150 years, and maybe you don't want to call it Frisco, it doesn't mean that you, there's it should be a campaign saying don't call it Frisco. Yeah. If millions of people experience have been that that's the they call their city, they if millions of people have lived here and said they call the city Frisco, then how the fuck? Can you ever tell someone that that's not valid? That's insane. Like, my father is from New York, right? My parents moved here in 1978. They've hella been down with, you know what I mean, the city. They love being here. They they contribute to the community, all that kind of shit, right? And my dad would be like, I don't call it Frisco, but well, how would I ever be against people calling it Frisco? He's like, that's just not what I say, but right. I'm not it's against anyone saying because that. Because I know people named Francisco. 
And they go by Frisco. <laughs> so how you going to tell them don't call it Frisco? And the whole thing is like, yo, fucking my homie in St. Louis, Jabari, uh, Jabari Pendleton, the pro skater who's from St. Louis, lived out here in Frisco for a long, told me there's a train station in St. Louis that's over 100 years old. And, you know, St. Louis is kind of like the middle of the country. And this train station went from New York to San Francisco, right? And on one side of the train station, in a mosaic tile, it says New York. On the other side, it says Frisco. Mm. That's dope. And this shit is over 100 years old. That's hard. That's pretty awesome. Otis Redding. Was going, yeah, to going to the Frisco Bay. Michael Jackson was going to a disco in Frisco, yeah, yo. Like yeah. every rap, like like people have been calling it this forever. And so, how come only white people can tell us not to call it Frisco? I, I, I and I've never had anyone in my face ever say don't call it Frisco. Have you Hell ever nah. met someone in person? What is it? But nah. don't talk tough and get I, Twitter I've heard fingers. People like repeat it like they thought it was a real thing. But then they were like, like, I'm like, yeah, Frisco. They're like, what? Frisco? No, you're not supposed to call it that. And I'm like, look, listen, you're not even from here. You don't. You just heard that. You read it on some blog or something, yeah. or like, and then, it's and not it, true. And I'll take it one step further. One step further, homeboy. You're not supposed to call the fog Carl. Okay. What? If Carl the Fog don't call it Frisco, then Carl the Fog ain't, ain't part Carl of the shit. Carl the Frog said don't call it Frisco? Uh, Carl the Frog. Carl the Fog? <laughs> Carl the Fog don't be calling it Frisco. On Instagram? He said that or something? I think so. Because whoever did that Carl the Fog Instagram account, right? It's some transplant shit. And then now they I've just, only seen it on Twitter. They name it Carl after the account, right? After the IG account? Yeah, it's like a Twitter thing. Like, that's how I got I know it from name, Twitter. Right? Yeah, but now I hear people like that's not even on Twitter. Like, oh, here comes Carl. Exactly, and Carl's so, rolling in. Exactly, like, that, that whole thing just start from Instagram. Is yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's terrible, what I'm saying. Man. It's some transplant shit. Like, who the fuck saw that shit? Oh, the other thing they do. Uh, I'm going in today. <laughs> we, we got time today. No pa. Oh, no pa. Oh my god. Fi die. Fidei been around for a minute, but I'm with I don't you on care that one. who's. No one ever said Fidei, man. Nobody says Fidei. No, no, but it I, has I'm been with around. You. I'm with you. The that one abbreviation been around has been around though. No pod though. Soma, Soma, Soma is like yeah. Nah, Soma been there. But Soma South only, the market. But you Soma, say South the market. But I'm mean, saying nah, Soma, Soma. I think's only been around like 30 years. Like I know OG. I know. I okay. mean, I could be wrong, but I know OGs that are not fun with Soma. So that's what I'm saying. Like they don't. Because I remember it was Soma Jim when we used to go. Play hoops at Sixth Street Gym. It was Soma Gym. No, I, I mean I could be totally wrong. I'm just saying I know some OGs that are no pot, and I'm st- I'm no still not even entirely sure what that is. Is that by like <laughs> Laguna and like nah. it's like Hayes Valley? It's Western nah, Edition. Nah, nah, it's like yeah. Hayes Valley, right? Nah, it's Filmo, bro. Well, it's Filmo, really, right? right? right. North of the Pan. Right, right. Okay, so like and then about what, the Visadero and all that. And then Western Edition is what right. bitch ass. Uh, oh, what's that dude's name? Um, Justin Herman, yeah. when they fucking redeveloped, redeveloped, quote quote. What they call it now? Filmo. That, no, that's what I'm saying. Western Edition is oh, some fake oh, shit okay, too. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. It's part yeah. of so, renewal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what they did to Filmo. Like that all shit was Filmo. Yeah, well, I think they really carved apart the Filmo just because it's like that's the only real inner city neighborhood. Like. Down to right by downtown, yeah. right by the hate. Yeah, it's in the middle of a lot of things. Yeah, Japantown, all that. Pack Heights. Yep, yep. Are you mad at Pack Heights or do you want them to call it Pacific Heights? No, I'm cool with Pack Heights. <laughs> That's not our neighborhood, though. Yeah. That's never I, was, I was joking. I was attempting to Pack Heights has always been like another city to me. Oh, yeah, this is insane. Yeah, it's kind of cool going around and fucking around there. 
Like just driving around Making drinking, hella noise Drinking a 40 I used to mess with like <laughs> In high school I used to mess with some chicks from there Shout out to those yeah, chicks yeah. I used to mess with I used to fuck with Some Russian yeah, chicks I back in the day I used to go creep Shout out to the Russian Ukrainian some chicks yeah, there too And I had a homegirl Like she got her first apartment out there in, in the cuts You know what I'm saying This was like back in like 04 05 Oh yeah we used What to y'all know about St. Francis Woods though Oh yeah, I lost my virginity in St. Francis Woods. That's what I know about St. Francis Woods. I my lost God. my virginity in Turkwood. Two very different extremes. I know, right? I don't know how it happened, but that's where it happened, man. It's the scene of the crime. St. Francis Woods is the place you go to hit a Halloween lick off top. Come up on Hella Candy, going there, man. Get some king we size. We talking back snatching? Are we talking about actual? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I mean we yeah. knew all the little mark nah, spots. Yeah. <laughs> back snatching. Get this in, year, get out. this year Halloween fell on the weekend. <laughs> Robbing little kids with bags. Nah, yeah, I don't, I don't fuck, fuck with Halloween. Halloween. I kind of got you because I got kids, bro. So uh, you're that's indoctrinating the only thing. them into this occult holiday. Hey man, they want to dress up. <laughs> I'm not mad at Halloween. But they want to dress yeah, up. I'm they not super it. pro Halloween. I think it should be just for kids. It should yeah. just, just be for kids. Yeah. Hey though, real talk though, I threw a slamming ass Halloween party last year. We made we made some money and mm. I wasn't mad at that. I'm not mad. At hey that man, had to, had to get it out. Take advantage, man. Celebrate. Did you dress up? I wore a boiler suit. What is that? What is that? It's like a mechanic suit. Oh, with the okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I didn't really want to. I was sweet. just like, it could be interpreted as whatever. I was DJing. I was like, yo, it's comfortable. It's some kind of costume. I'm not trying to wear face paint. <laughs> when people actually wear, I'm not trying was, to wear some dreadlocks or some culturally like, inappropriate bullshit. You feel me? Like <laughs> when people ask you which you are, you always change it. Like, what are you? I'm a Ghostbuster. What yeah, are you? Yeah, I'm yeah. a I'm a scary mechanic. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I was like, yo, I'm a scientist. Yeah. Like, okay, that's <laughs> cool. Ever go mess around uh, Castro on Halloween? Yes. A couple times, yeah. Cracking. As a... Uh, Cracking. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and sure. I, I got many numbers. Yes. Off time. Good things. And I, I did a lot of acid, man. I did like... At, at a young age, did. Did, I remember some epic acid trips in the Castro on Halloween for man. me as a young man. I was there at the last one. I was right next to the shooting. Damn. Oh. Shooters get away. That's Damn. terrible. Yeah. I'm not gonna snitch on them. I'm not gonna say who they were, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I seen it. They probably gone. But that shit used to be pretty cracking. I feel like though, yeah, the best way to to get if you're really trying to get laid on Halloween, you gotta have a good costume. Definitely. Uh, you gotta play the game. Um, Unless you or, got some or, shit. Or, Unless you got something on decky. Yeah, yeah. When you're trying to play the game. You gotta, you gotta a, go out though. Like that's what I'm saying. You gotta play. The, you gotta play the game. Yeah, you gotta be because if you're up. just out, honestly, if you're just out on Halloween trying to, you like you're a weirdo. Like no, we're I not never, in the I, I never, I when I would go and I, when I wouldn't dress up and I would show up at like a Halloween party. I, no, that's what I'm saying. Try. Like you, the people think try. you're a weirdo. I'm not even getting the second look. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like you don't make a weirdo. It's bro. frustrating because you got chicks dressing up like nurses and shit and yeah, fresh maids yeah. and shit, and they over there dance with some fucking guy in a crocodile suit or some shit. Hey, you over there in your regular clothes? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just frustrating, man. I remember I threw a Halloween party. Um, what was this like? Oh nine. <laughs> this is like when R.O.D. first got popping with the song. Probably a little bit before. And I booked Eric. This is right when it was building the bridge, and it was the weekend the bridge closed, and we booked Eric, bro. And he coming from Richmond couldn't go across. This dude went across the Samoth. He drove all the way down to Samoth. 
Oh, he didn't go to Richmond, San Rafael? Nah. Well, I, he probably was coming from Oakland then. Because yeah. he, I remember he said, I'm going to have to go around. And this was at the height of uh, right here. And and we didn't pay him, bro. That's a good guy, That's man. like one of the real... I just yeah. had to tell that story. I played... I played That's I, one of the realest dudes, bro. No, I had a saucy-ass fit on, though. I, I, play, was, I was I, fly. <laughs> I played I played uh, music by both those artists last night. I played uh, mm. Can't Stand You by ROG Project, which anytime I, I could play that song, it makes me very happy because I love that song. And then uh, I played the last song of the night was I played Earth the Jerk right here, which I feel like doesn't get That's enough run. Nah, I feel man. like that, that was man. like that was like a hit when it came out. And I feel it like it got, it got like forgotten, man. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. I did a, I did a poll on Instagram one day. Shout out Kevin Allen. What was a bigger song, Right Here or Slide Through? Not better, just a, which one right was here. a bigger song? You're talking about Raven Justice Slide right, Through or right. or Right Here? I think Right Here was a much bigger song, but I think Slide Through kind of still gets run. I really like both those songs, though. No, both songs are hella dope. Yeah, they're dope. You yeah. know Raven Justice is like big lie. in Germany? Yeah. <laughs> he gets yeah. I always see him he doing hella dates out there. That's tight. a single song by Raven Justice. Really? What? Yeah. Raven Justice yeah. is tight. Yeah, he not Raven bad. Justice had this other song, I forget what it's called, that I felt like it was gonna be a hit. I'm sorry I'm forgetting the name of the song. I'll, I'll bring it up another time. But it was dope and like it didn't get really run, man. It sounded right right. I I play it sometimes still. But uh yeah, dude, right here was like such a big song. Yeah. And like no one plays that shit now. And I don't yeah. I'm trying to bring it back. So shout out Kevin Allen, the artist formerly known as Earth the Jerk. Right. I'm bringing that shit back, dude. I'm trying. And the video was crazy. Right? I remember it was, that. God, the was video had like, um it was the video big. had what's the old girl name? Damn, I can't think of her that name. That was big. He he casted her in that video before anybody even knew her. I cannot that, think of this. That shit was name. big, but slide through is hell tight too. Slide through slide is through a tough song. Well, are you guys uh, down to get into some contemporary dope music picks? <laughs> I think it's about that time. Already? Yeah, well, I mean you, you I mean, we don't have to. I don't know. I thought we were talking about Halloween, man. I want to talk about some Halloween shit. A little <laughs> bit more. I mean, if that's like like Halloween in San Francisco is a big deal. It is historically. It was. Wait, hold on. You were just talking about Irk the Jerk, motherfucker. Nah, well, but he was I, about, I, I was just trying, trying to put that gears. together. Wait I a second. Gears. But he brought it up because it was a Halloween show. He think yeah. Eric was part of it. But I want to say one thing that was hella funny is like, remember when we were kids, and there would be like hot little haunted houses. And oh then, yeah. And then I remember like, I always remember hearing stories or even witnessing or even maybe even being part of either people that were like working at the haunted house. Beating people up in that cave wow. inside, yeah, I think I heard about <laughs> or that. people coming in the haunted house beating up people. A, that I think it was the other way around. I my there was a haunted house at the Presidio Valley Community Center, Presidio Park, where I'm from, and I know how the people that work that shit. They definitely beat up a few people <laughs> that came through. <laughs> it's fucked up, but it's hilarious too. Um, See, that's why I don't. I remember that's egging, another reason doing I really a lot don't of fuck with Halloween is because I feel like it's a night to get fucked up, like. I seen if you're moving just, wrong, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it could be bad. Not even that, man. I told you, I seen that fucking shooting. I, I've definitely egged people. I've definitely oh, seen some of my friends we wild egged. out. I've definitely seen some people get their ass beat. I've definitely seen some crazy shit happen. I've definitely seen people run around. When you see people run around your neighborhood in black hoodies and Jason masks, yeah, that's no. Where, remember the year of the scream mask? Yes, scream yes. mask. Yes, we used to go to Walgreens and steal exactly. the shit out of them. Yes. <laughs> we used to run out of Walgreens. With hella scream ass, but everybody was the scream ghost. What, like what, what's years. the date today? The 13th. 
13th. August 13th. Yeah. You know what's crazy is that Amoryville yesterday I seen a fucking spirit Halloween store already. Oh, yeah. That makes perfect what? sense. What? <laughs> exactly. It's August, what? Yeah, yeah. 13th or whatever? Like, what the I fuck? They even come around a month earlier, man. I think they might even, you know what I mean? Hey, right, man. They get their money, Those man. Those are interesting business because, like, they're literally only open a certain few months out the year. Well, and, like, they're getting all that stuff, pennies on the dollar, and just joking exactly. it. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, they're getting it. I know. And the fact is, think about how long Spirit... Like, I remember going to a Spirit store when they first started, like, yeah. Damn near 15 years ago. It's just like yeah. pop up so, a ceremony or something. I remember going to one on Van Ness. Oh, Van Ness, yeah. Van Ness, right? Yeah. By Van MC 1000. Yeah. So... I'm saying like that must be an excellent business model. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. And they probably buy all that shit early. I bet you they buy all that shit in like February when it's dirt cheap. No one's even giving <laughs> yeah, a fuck yeah. about Halloween shit. They have a warehouse and then they, they you know, short term lease, three, four month lease and they get it off. And they coins, man. Yeah, it's like in hella screen masks. All right, man. Well. Uh, I had a cleaner segue before. <laughs> now you don't. <laughs> I just want to talk about people but, getting uh, beaten up in so the houses. That was all yeah, I wanted to talk good. about. I definitely egged people too. That was hella fun. Oh, we, oh, we egged it. You know what we used to do before we move on? One thing is we used, when we got to driving age, like 16, 17, 18, is that we would just get hella eggs and then someone would drive and someone would just be in the passenger seat just fucking people up on the street. I never forget, man. It was like, there was like, this this lady was wearing like a, a leather, like a suede leather jacket on Valencia. Oh, Look at hella bougie. God. And my homie just pelted her with an egg right in the back, right between the shoulder blades. Damn. That shit was really funny. Yeah, I was on it. got a yoked ass back. She got a yoked ass suede jacket. I remember I walked into the gas station and just bought a dozen eggs at like 9.30 at night. <laughs> <laughs> the lady was like, oh, man. This can't be. It's not going to end well. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, Dio, what you been, uh, what you been listening to this week, brother, man? Um, I'm still rocking the Travis Scott a little bit. Um, I I listened to Nicki a couple times. Let's talk about that. Um, what are your I thoughts like on Nicki? You like? I like it. It's too many songs, though. Mm-hmm. I think, I think whoever is her advisor in her circle should advise her to split the album in two to kind of keep her relevant for the next, like, nine months. Because, you know, the the lifespan of any artist with an album, it kind of dies down until they release another video or release more music. It's 19 songs, so she was just better off doing two 10-track or a 10-track and a 9-track project and split them up and then do videos between and after all that. And that she would have been lit for, like, 12, 18 months, bro. There's definitely a lot of uh, songs that, that could songs. be singles on there. I think it's too many songs. I think uh, she fell victim to trying to please everyone and doing too many mm. types of songs. I think, I think she was doing like a Drake type of model, like trying to... Which is, you know, yeah. I mean, she's kind of doing her, but she's doing a lot of things. I think one thing with Nicki I've noticed lately is uh, I've never been a Nicki Minaj fan, but I always yeah, wanted her to win. Same and man. she's always been really talented. Yeah. Um. But I think she's really thirsty right now to stay relevant, especially with Cardi B. I think the Cardi B shit wouldn't have bothered her so much if she had seen it coming. Mm. But I think the fact that it just came out of nowhere really kind of rattled her cage. And she has to, you know, 
I mean, it's unfortunate that that women feel like there's always, or, or the industry always feels like there could only be one and win, woman winning. Which doesn't but, make sense because it wasn't always like that. <laughs> but I think it was kind of like that with hip hop. No, I, well, I say that because, or there was hella periods where like there was no women winning in hip hop. Like yeah, rappers, yeah. like Absolutely. there was like years where Absolutely. there wasn't like you couldn't even who is the best w- w- woman rapper. But I think I just think she's like really kind of her insecurity is showing. And usually my friend broke it down. He's like, remember when 50 Cent was on all those Bears songs, like beat the pussy up and bitch E40 and Too Short? He's like, like, you can usually tell like an artist is starting to get washed when they start getting placement on hella remixes and hella Hmm. hella random singles with other artists. And Nikki's definitely doing that. She's on the YG single. She's on the Takashi 6ix9ine single. So it's just like, there's just so much thirst and the whole thing is Nikki is kind of like you're already the queen in a lot of ways so I wish she would I don't, I, I don't, I'm not I don't saying I don't even know why we're talking about Nicki Minaj because I just do not listen to her bro I get that she's like a factor in the game and she's like she's been the number one woman for whatever you want to say but like her music just does not speak to me at all bro okay well, <laughs> we were talking about it, man. Right. She, um, I like. I'm the, just saying, bro. Yeah, we're talking about it, and that's my take on it. Like, I like the what's so the name record, the the Barbie Dreams record, when she talking about all the rappers and shit. I thought that was kind of a creative spin on the I mean, big. That's shit. what I'm trying to find out. Does she even have shit that's worth listening to? Or yeah, just, she got yeah, some good songs. The first track on like, there was hard. Just some pop shit. Like. Nah, the first track not, though. Why see, she, that's the thing, Drake. It's not some pop shit. It's not all pop. I mean, shit. That's she the, on there spitting, bro. And that's the whole thing about Nicki's. Like, she always gonna be a New York rapper. Like, she always yeah, gonna she be on, an she MC. She got a song with Foxy Brown. She's like, for sure an MC. Like, like uh, always. All right. All right. I, I thought like the standout song for to me was the song with Lil Wayne, and specifically because Lil Wayne's verse was hella tight. Lil Wayne's been coming with it lately, and he hasn't come with it for a long time. Yeah, so he's been spitting. But yeah, the the, the Nicki album I I, um, I listened to a couple times. That's pretty much it. I wanted to kind of go through the the Neff album. I just haven't haven't got to it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't want to like show my lack of support for a Bay Area artist. I just never been into. It's enough, but I always Either listen. Always pretty one dimensional. Yeah, I always listen just to kind of hope it it grows into something else. But yeah, he hasn't had too too many songs that like picked up to me. But he's yeah. definitely got a classic <laughs> under his belt. I like his energy. I like his movement. I like what he's pushing. But yeah, I just haven't heard anything that connected with me just yet. Yeah. What about what about you? And what shit, man? And here's my opinion. I don't even really care about debating this, but I feel like <laughs> Trippy Red's album is dope as fuck. I think it's dope. I think he's got some uh, variety content on there. He's got some rock style songs. He's got some R and B style songs. He's got some turn up type of 2018 SoundCloud songs, and he's got some songs where he's just straight spitting bars. Like he's really spitting bars. All his songs have a message. They all speaking about something deeper, about his own experience, about life in general. Even when it sounds hella ignorant, even when he's talking some, some, you know what I'm saying, some maniac shit, I feel like his overall message is like pretty deep. Um, mm. And I just kind of want this kid to win, man. He's like 19 years old, you know what I'm saying? He's is he been, that young? He's hella young. He just turned 19. He looked 30. He looks mania as fuck. He looks like a goon, but that's another thing that I like about him is I like that he represents like a new generation of black kids expressing themselves in a different kind of way. 
Like I liked the when I was young, it wasn't like the emo cool. shit or what? Not nah, just the rock. Like one of his favorite influences is Kiss, the rock band. Like that's crazy to me that a kid that would have that type of influence and still be on some blood shit, be on some gang shit, come from fucked up ass Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Rural Ohio is is pretty fucked up place. He's from New York. Nah, he's from Canton, Ohio. Hmm. So everything about this kid is like really different to me. Um, and I think you know what I'm saying the music is is, is banging. Does he got Am Pacino on the album? No. I don't respect the Ohio artists that don't fuck with Am Pacino. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of them. You don't respect Bone Thugs? They different. But that'd yeah, be a nah, dope see. ass song though. <laughs> that would be dope. That'd be a dope ass song. I mean, it's song. a whole state, bro. I don't know, I don't know the whole it's a small inner state, of that bro. though. There's a lot of people living in Ohio. Yeah. There's a lot of people. They have a lot of electoral votes, man. But yeah, I'm fucking with this this trippy <laughs> red album. I mean, I'm just uh, it is trip. Ohio River Valley, man. There's tons. How many cities? There's like tons trip, of cities. Bro, this is my pick. That's for the name me. of the album. Yeah, that's the album. It's I'm gonna listen to it based on that. I'm gonna try to listen to it as it's a, not for a, everybody. Yeah. I listen to it. For I listen to it. Objectively, and I like the album. I think you think I didn't like it because I was just in like the way no, he sang on say one song. I didn't. Did I say anything about Sean? No, I meant pre. I meant pre-production. Oh, no. But I, I like the album. I think. Well, like I said, I was I was prepared for people to not like the album, and I was prepared to not give a fuck that anybody didn't like yeah. the album. Mm. <laughs> you know I saying? didn't like Nicki Minaj's album, but um, that's I give I give Nicki I give the just to kind of put a bone on a Nicki topic. I I give that album like a B minus, like a B minus. But I I what kind of drops it to a C is is just the nineteen songs. It's just stupid. I I would just give it a C minus. There's just it's all over the place and it just feels like she's trying hella hard when she doesn't have to. But Based on your recommendation, I would give some of her songs another listen. I'm just too turned off by the pop Justin Bieber image. I work with kids, so that's how I'm exposed to Nicki Minaj is some fucking chick with a fake ass singing songs to little kids. I mean, she... That's it's how, not that. My whole thing with Nicki is like, regardless, like she got bars, man. Like She raps. Hella. Yeah, and one thing... This she album isn't, isn't, isn't geared towards children, I promise okay. you. Yeah. Definitely not. This is, but you feel me on that though, right? Like, I, of I mean, I'm not a fan. I wouldn't let you know my I mean? daughter listen to that shit. I'm not shit. a fan. I'm just, I'm just, I can also assess things. Yeah, I wouldn't let my daughter listen to that shit. Well, what y'all yeah. should listen to is that Trippy Red album. I give that shit an A plus yeah. since y'all great I think, shit. I think it was good, man. I like, give that shit an A plus. I think for his first album was good. I think there was, there was too many songs that I feel mm. like, um, you know, but I did like the diversity and like what he was trying to do. I really liked the last song. Yeah, where he was talking song. about a lot of shit. Yeah, like that was tight. Yep. Um, There's definitely a lot of tight shit. Um, my homie G Coop uh, co-produced the song with Young Thug. That song is tight. Shout out G Coop from the Bay. Um, but yeah, Trip Red is tight, man. Like I'm not, I'm not a fan yet. Um, I can't. I don't necessarily see what, what, what Drake sees, but he's definitely very talented, and I'm. I'm Curious to uh, see what happens, you know what I mean? To, to for show, see what's going on. forward. Um, he's tired, I think. Um, I don't know. An album like I'm really liking lately is the G Herbo Southside Project, uh, which kind of came out of nowhere. Like I'm that a big G tight. Herbo fan, and he's fucking such a talented rapper, man. Like he would fit in any era, and you know Southside obviously has really tight beats. So it was cool, you know, to to hear that and. Um, you know, Herbo's always going to talk about interesting content and make you think about real life shit. And um, it was just dope to, to see, like, one thing I noticed with that album is, like, it feels like he's growing as an artist in terms of popularity and also, like, kind of diversity of, of, 
um, you know, who he works with. And so I think him working with Southside, like, definitely put him on more of a national level and not just a Chicago level. Yeah. And he's and definitely he's been growing. Press too. Exactly. So it's like, and he's a real charismatic dude and, and he's, he's an interesting dude. And he's someone that just gives a fuck about anything. He cares. You know what I mean? So it was good to just see him, you know, hit that next step up. You know what I mean? The, the ladder or, or the staircase, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So I'm happy about that. It's a good project. Um, it's called Swervo. By G Herbo, I like how they flipped the, um, the Eric B and Rakim cover on there too. That yeah, was man. tight. I like yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That was follow the leader that they flipped. I didn't even think about that. That is tight. I've been listening to like a bunch of other shit, man. There's a ton of shit, but I don't want to name it all because I might, you know, make people bored. But I want to say <laughs> that uh, Jack, yeah, someone's <laughs> feelings. I'm not. At I didn't all. say you bore people. I just said it's harder to focus if you name well, ten songs. This, but go ahead, man. You said Jack or what? Well, I was gonna say Jack and Ampicino just put out the third installment, oh, yeah, the yeah, Devil's Rejects, Rejects Part yeah. Three, um, and it actually it sounds really good. Not that it wouldn't, but it obviously that there was a, a ton of songs that him and Jack were working on hey. that, that were damn near probably about finished. And it sounds really good. Their chemistry is good. And there's some dope, dude. There's a dope ass song with Ryder J. Clyde and Planet Asia. Mm. It's like one, yeah. dope, you know what I mean? There's some fire ass beats on there too. Yeah, the production is dope. There's some really good stuff. There's some stuff I'm not crazy about, but overall, it's a good project. I give it a B. You know what I mean? Other stuff I'm listening to, I'm just gonna run through quickly. Uh, DJ Muggs put out a new album. Oh yeah, not I bad, to talk not about bad. Uh, Baka not nice. Uh, OVO artist from I Toronto sure just put out, you know his uh, his I didn't like album. What he said, he and, said uh, I sip Henny at the range, so when I drunk. I know I still got my aim. <laughs> He's an interesting <laughs> guy. I'm not going to say like I hella like the album, but I don't think it's bad. The best songs were already out for months, and those are like Money in the Bank and uh, what is it? The other single, Not Nice, which I play a lot. That song is tight. Uh, what does that bar mean, though? I sip Henny at the range. That way when I'm drunk, I know I still got aim. So it means I get drunk when I'm at the shooting range. So you can practice. So I practice drunk. Oh. So that... When I have to shoot and I'm drunk, my aim is still good because I'm used to. Okay, that um, sounds like terrible advice, though. So <laughs> it's not that. positive. Yeah. Uh, Santi Go put out a mixtape that's, that's like Jamaican time. style, right? I'm big Santi Go fan, like forever. I and like I think this is—I thought it was gonna be an album, but I think it's really like a mixtape. And she's working on an album because I follow her on social media, and she's like been in the studio a lot, mm-hmm. and she don't post barely at all. Um, so she's been posting a lot, and uh, the the project. It's called uh, I Don't Want the Go Fire Sessions, and it sounds like all like a, like a Jamaican or a dancehall mixtape. And that's yeah, I think she did that on part. I think it is her album. She is just it? put it in that, in that style, yeah. Okay. I think. I think I, I, I read that. I actually have a feeling that she still has a project it's on like the way. Like a prequel. Because, like yeah, pre- I, I kind of have that feeling. Um, Because she doesn't put out a lot. She puts out projects every three years yeah, about. It's, it's, and they're usually like out. really... Um, I don't know, kind of there's a, there's a high end to her quality. Uh, anyway, uh, Denzel Curry, Tattoo, not mad, I mean, Taboo, new project, not mad at it, not crazy about it, but I fuck with Denzel Curry. Uh, Juice World's project, I'm really not crazy about Juice I've World. I've been hearing about he's him. Tight. I've been hearing I about know, him. I haven't heard no The thing about though. Juice World to me is like he's talented, but it seems like he really hates women. 
Who is he? All girls all the same. Yeah, yeah. like and Demons you know he's he, in my brain. He's really young. He, <laughs> he's from Chicago. He's really he's young, and so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But that was just like it was hard for me to listen because there was a lot of negative negativity towards women. Someone broke his heart, man. And, um, yeah, but it was just, I mean, he's hella young, but it was super immature. Me as a man of a certain age. Yeah, if he's young, then we got to let him grow. Yeah, yeah, I'll give him a chance. Like, it wasn't like, you know what I mean? He's been making a lot of noise, though. He's definitely making a lot of noise. Definitely coming up. He's definitely really talented. So, you know, I'm not crazy about that project. You might want to check it out. Uh, One artist I've always loved from Chicago, Montana 300, who's hard as fuck. One of the most underrated artists. Super positive, but super street. Put out a new project called Pray for the Devil. That shit is tight. And uh, that's about it. That's why I got it. Oh, yeah. What about you? you want to talk about Doja Cat's? Uh, I did talk about it before. Have you been talking about her viral video that went crazy over this weekend? I didn't watch it. What happened? She has a viral video about this like cow song or something. I didn't even really. We'll get to it next time. But okay, okay. I didn't really. I didn't really get too far into it, but it's going crazy. I heard she was trolling or something. On yeah, I think she was. It was kind of funny. Was it a good song? At least? I didn't barely listen to it, so I don't even want to say. I like her album. I like. Those she's tight, guys. and hell, the one thing I was tight was like, hell, people are clowning because they're like, she's been tight for years, and now y'all are like jockeying because of this viral video. But where the fuck were you? And where the fuck are the people that know she's been tight for years and now talking about her, but you didn't talk about her when she was tight? You were trying to keep it to yourself. She's tight. Like, share I don't want to go get too far into it, but that's definitely what I hate about this whole internet culture, man. It's a lot yeah, of follow man. the leader out there. And that's why, you know what I'm saying, our picks are merely suggestions, stuff that we like, stuff that we, we want to share with y'all. We hope you like. Um, and before we get up out of here, you know what I'm saying, I really just want to share our appreciation with everybody that tunes in and fucks with us. A lot at this point is mostly our close folks and our homies and people from our community right now, and we just want to say, man, you guys are all very much appreciated, y'all. All time. Totally, man. The feedback we get is, is very motivating. If you have any feedback or comments, please comment on the SoundCloud page or on the Instagram account or whatever it is. Comment. Like I've seen some people starting to leave some comments. We'll answer those questions. Or if you have any input or stuff you want us to talk about, we will we will uh, interact with you. We really appreciate that. One well, love, y'all. This has been another episode, man. We made it. We passed double digits now. It's Dregs one. Yo. Sean G. And D. Sean Davis holding us down. Dream Ear Production Studios. Native Sons Podcast. And we out. Peace. Peace.